for the title. Got it. Good snap. The hold is down. It's long enough. It is good. Welcome to another edition of In Play. I'm Craig Maddock. Today's guest is one of the top girls basketball players in high school and college in South Dakota. She won a couple of high school state championships, a 2,000-point scorer in high school and college. She was a three-time MVP when she played for the University of South Dakota when they were in the North Central Conference. She averaged 23 points, 11 rebounds a game at USD. In fact, still the all-time leading scorer and rebounder for the Coyotes. And she's also coached at her high school alma mater and at two colleges. She's Wagner's Mandy Copel. And Mandy, welcome to In Play. Well, thank you for having me, Craig. And wow, you're bringing me back to my glory days. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, I saw you last year at the State A Girls Tournament where Wagner was 21-1. and They were the number one seed in the tourney. I remember at least... Six Copels on that basketball roster. Uh, apparently, uh, Wagner and basketball, you got to have a Copel somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's definitely kind of a family thing, I guess. But yeah, it's between my brother and my sister in law, and then I got two nieces, and I even had my little nephew. He was our manager. So, so yeah, it was a family affair. <laughs> so, Mike is the head coach. His wife is mm-hmm. an assistant coach, and his sister, yep. you, uh, mm-hmm. was an assistant coach during that season. What was it like for you? You know, it was pretty awesome. Um, I mean, it going back to your hometown and uh, being a Red Raider again and then obviously having your family around you. Um, and Wagner, it's just been I don't, it's just been a blessing to me. I, I couldn't ask for a better place to grow up and just the community and the school and everything they did for me, for me, for me to be able to have the opportunity to go back and give back. Um, it's just, it was just a blessing and I'm so grateful and thankful for the time I was able to be there and do that. And, and then, yeah, to have your nieces and nephews and <laughs> to be there with them and to watch them grow up and be a part of it. It was, it was truly awesome. And, um, as a kid, I always wanted to be on my brother's team. You know, he's my big brother and, he'd have friends over and they always play sporting events. And so of course, little sister would want to tag along and he'd let me in. Um, I think that's kind of when it started. He kind of got me started on sports and, um, and he'd pick me on his team and all the other boys would be like, okay, yeah, you can have her. And we kind of have a little connection. And Surprise. So, being a- so being able to be on his team again, you know, coaching with him, that was just an honor and just, it was just a very proud moment for me. And I truly enjoyed it. And, um, yeah, I'm very thankful for it. <laughs> well, you grew up on a farm uh, near Wagner and, yes. uh, and Dante, right? Yeah. Um, Dante. Yep. Dante. Yep. Dante. Uh, so, yep. so what chores did you have to do while growing up on the farm? Oh, there was lots of them. I remember getting up every Saturday. We had to go and clean out the hog barn. Um, uh, uh, carrying, we'd carry like five gallon buckets of like grain and water, like from the hydrant to like the barns and, then, you know, when we got older, my mom and dad uh, let us have our own little bucket calves and bottle lambs, and uh, we got to take care of them. But 
there was never a dull moment on the farm. We always had something to do. I remember like in the summer when it'd get really hot, you'd have to like spray down the hot, you know, the hogs. And so we'd go out. That was one of my most favorite things to do is because you're with the water, you know, and they'd come out and you make a mud hole for them and they'd splash you with mud and you'd go back, <laughs> you'd go back to the house. And our grandparents lived, my dad's parents lived on the farm too. And so we didn't have to go to daycare or anything. So we got to just stay on the farm and it was awesome. We were always finding something to do and, hanging out with them and uh, hanging out with my dad and stuff. And so that's when they got the hoop and the machine shed too. And um, yeah, so we could play basketball or do whatever. And But yeah, there was always work to be done too. Once we got our chores done though, then we could kind of go have our fun. But I'm thankful for it because it taught you, you know, it, I learned a lot on the farm and I think I got a lot of my work habits and things from the farm. And so did but, you get to drive the tractor or the combine or help with the oh, planting? Well, I never got to drive the combine. I don't think I trusted myself with that, but I did drive, you know, we had four wheelers and I would drive some of the tractors and things like that. And, um, I was a good gate opener, you know, and things like that, but. We were out there doing stuff, you know, a lot. So it was, it was good. You, you talked about uh, your older brother and of course you have a younger sister as well. Yeah, you know, yep. How big were sports for you guys when you were growing up on the farm? I mean, you're probably middle school. You're not, you're not even in high school yet. How, how important was sports for you guys? Yeah. Um, and the crazy thing is, is like, I probably didn't start, you know, playing sports until Mike started them in school and in Wagner you know they don't start sports until like fifth grade nowadays you know kids are playing when they're in second and third grade they're going to all these tournaments and stuff but we didn't really start till fifth grade so he's two years older than me so I'd say probably when I was in like third or fourth grade I probably started you know doing things with basketball because he would bring things home that he was learning at practice and through grade school ball but we played football and baseball and then obviously my I had aunts and uncles and then my dad, you know, they would play basketball with us out in the machine shed or get togethers. We always end up playing basketball. And then, yeah. And then I had my sister too. So <laughs> she was four years younger than me, but as soon as she got old enough to be tagging along with us, she was out there too. And, um, but then like my eighth grade year is when we moved into Dante then, um, um, my dad still drove out to the farm and stuff and he still farms. And, but we got a hoop in the driveway and a, there, we had all the town kids. We'd, you know, have games on Saturday nights in our in our driveway because we had these huge spotlights that would light up the driveway and all the neighbor kids would come over and, and that's what we'd be doing. You know, we'd be playing for hours out there, <laughs> having I mean, a good old time in the driveway. I mean, you're tall. I mean, you're six one. Um, mm-hmm. So where was that height when you were, uh, you know, even before an eighth grader? I think by eighth grade, I think I was about a five ten and. I always thought I was six foot until like a few years back. I actually got measured and they're like, you're six one. I'm like, what? I'm like, did I grow in college? Because I thought all through high school, I was like six foot. And even in college, I thought I was only six foot. But yeah, I think by eighth grade, I think I was five ten already. And then I must have grew the extra few inches through high school. And then, yeah, I guess I was six one. I thought it was always just depended on what size shoe or what type of shoe I was wearing too. But so I actually took my shoes off and I'm like, no, you're six foot. I'm like, really? I'm like, oh, I must have grew an inch somewhere in there because <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> you were an eighth grader, though, at Wagner when yep. you got a chance to play on the varsity. Did you start as an eighth grader? Um, Not right away. You only won one game yes. that year. 
<laughs> yeah, so that felt like winning the state championship, but we finally did win it. But <laughs> yeah, I don't think I did right away because I remember I was playing JV um, and varsity, and then I was still playing my eighth grade basketball. Like, I can't remember if it was like my dad or Coach Goder if they kept track of how many games I played, and it was close to like 100 games, like in a span of a few months. And, oh. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Like it was it was busy, but you know I loved it. I loved playing, you know, with my eighth grade teammates, and I loved playing, you know, at the varsity too. But um, but yeah, and then by the time we won, we finally won that. It was like the last game of this regular season. We won our last game, and yeah, you would have thought we won the state championship because everyone came on the floor and we were just celebrating in the locker room. And but by the time you became a sophomore, Wagner was on his way to a state tournament. What changed yeah. with the team? Well, I had awesome teammates and great coaches, and there were a group of us. <clears throat> and what was really cool is this last summer, um, Wagner always has a Labor Day celebration, and this some this Labor Day celebration they had a Wagner alumni basketball game, and so all of us came back, and wow, it was so it was so awesome, like getting us all back together and being with my teammates and stuff, because it just reminded me of how special of a group we were I mean instead of like going and doing stuff we wanted to, our thing to do to hang out was go to the gym like we wanted to have open gym and and coach Goder did a great job he'd go and open it for us and so yeah we, there was just a group of us that we just got hungry for it and we wanted to you know change things we were tired of getting beaten and uh not respected and so we said you know what we're going to do this and like I said things we wanted to hang out. We wanted to hang out in the gym and go hoop it up. And, and that was, like I said, that was just all brought back to me. Like when we all got together, a lot of my teammates made it back to the alumni game and we were just competitive. <laughs> yeah. The and, last two years in high school, you did, you only lost one game. You go back to back state titles. Yep. That lone loss was to class double a Sioux Falls Roosevelt when they yep. were, when they were yep. at their peak. What, what was that game like? Two big powerhouses. Oh, that was going awesome around. because it was in Wagner too. Like they, uh, they came to Wagner first, and then they it was a two year deal or whatever. Like, and they they agreed to come to Wagner first, and then they played again in Sioux Falls the year after I graduated. But <laughs> oh, it was awesome! Like the gym was packed full. Um, I don't know if you ever been in the Wagner gym, but like there's bleachers up on this balcony that never ever get used and they actually even pulled them out and those are like people were sitting up there too. And so that was really cool. And to just showcase, you know, they're, you know, the undefeated in double A and we were the undefeated in class A and, you know, defending champs in both classes. And so that was really neat and fun to be a part of that and to have so many people come to our gym and to play in Wagner and, I mean, for Sioux Falls Roosevelt to come to our house and yeah, it was really cool and just a fun environment to play in. And, and I knew quite a few of those girls on the Roosevelt team. And so it was, yeah, it was just an honor to have them come to our place and to play with them and be I on the same court as them. I don't remember how, uh, how, how much did you lose by that game? We ended up losing by 10, I think it was. Okay. Right. So, so it was pretty close throughout the whole game and yeah, we just kind of, I think we kind of ran out of gas and they, they had a lot of firepower. <laughs> I mean, they yes, had Chapel, I think Krista Orsak and Katie Pulford and Susan yeah. Sherman. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> they had lots of 
great talent out there. So we kind of ran out of firepower, but to hang with them within 10 points, I thought that was pretty good. (laughs) You know, that back-to-back run for you guys, Wagner and the state, Mm -hmm. uh, state championships, uh, you know, you scored 2000 points in your career for Wagner, but, but what made you guys good? What did coach Goder do to you guys that made you the power that you were for those two years? Well, he, first of all, he taught us how to win. I just remember him always having conversations with us. Like the first, you know, when we were, when we only won one game and then moving on, I mean, that next year, then I think we were like 12 and nine or something like that. And then, yeah, then my sophomore year, we made it to the state tournament. He's like, you got to play to win, expect, you know, play to win. Like he taught us how to win, to win. And then after that sophomore year, he changed it to now you got to expect to win. You know, now, you, you know, you did this and, and I think the progress, and there was just a nice progression of how he taught us how to play. And then, like I said, like my teammates, we, once we got to the state tournament, that just kind of lit a new fire. Like it just like was like, wow, we want to get there again and we want to do this. We want to, we want to do this this time, you know, coming up short and losing in the championship game our sophomore, my sophomore year. And I just made us hungry for more. And, um, we'd set goals. He was great about setting, we set team goals. And then he also had to set individual goals. And, um, I thought that was helpful too. And we were just a close group. Like we hung out outside of basketball too. We hung around, you know, we hung out together and did things together. And I think, like I said, we were just a very competitive group and set the goal and said, this is what we want to do. And we really want to put Wagner on the map. And, then my junior, you know, you win it, you go undefeated and win it. And then that's my senior year. That was, that was hard, you know, defending your title. And like, you know, that was a little more stressful. So that first one was pretty sweet. And then obviously the second one's even sweeter when you can do it, but it just doesn't happen very often. So for teams like Roosevelt and the Wakandas to do that, that many years in a row, it's just crazy. You know, it's unbelievable what they did. Well, with that pressure to try to win, Every ball game, your senior year, did it uh, mean that you wanted the ball more? Did you kind of put it on your shoulders? Um, I feel like I didn't really have – I mean, there were times, I think, but a lot of times I knew that I had great teammates around me, and I specifically remember a time um, where I thought I didn't really have a very good game, and I remember Coach Goder just pulling me aside and and don't be down he's like you should feel because we still won the game but I just was like man it was a close I think it was with Westington Springs and we always battled with Westington Springs to get to state the state tournament but I think it was just a regular season game he's like this should actually make you feel pretty good because your teammates picked up the slack when you maybe you didn't you know and so he was really good about reminding me like hey you know they're they got your back too and I just always felt that I knew that they always had my back but um, and I never tried to put too much pressure on myself. I just went out in there and played and I didn't overthink things. I, I don't know what made me like that, but in high school, and I know as I got older, it kind of, I kind of lost that, but in high school, I just, I just went out and played. I was like, you know, I didn't think about points. I didn't think about, I just went out and played. And I know coach Goder commented a couple of times. You just say, he's like, I don't know what it is about her, but the bigger the game, the bigger she plays, but she doesn't really overthink it. And so I just went out there and played the game I loved, I guess. And You had so many accolades. Two-time Gatorade Player of the Year. <laughs> you were the Spirit of Sioux Award winner at the State Basketball Tournament your senior year. South Dakota's Miss Basketball your senior year. Two mm-hmm. national records, career field goal percentage <laughs> and single-season field goal percentage. Because of that, you got to have your jersey 
hung at the women's basketball hall of fame. Did you ever get a picture of that? You know, the crazy thing is, is my mom for her job, yeah. she got to go to Tennessee. And so she actually got to go there and actually see it hanging like when it was hanging there. And then while she was there and you know, my mom, she knows, she knows stuff about sports, but she didn't know at the time, but the girl that was working was Tamika catching. Ah. <laughs> and oh. so she got to actually meet her and like talk to her and Tamika took her over to my uniform. And yeah, so it was pretty cool. Oh, but, uh, yeah, but no, all that stuff, you know, my name got all that stuff, but it's really, it really goes back to all my teammates and my coaches and stuff. I couldn't have done that without them. And, you know, look, I've always said that. And looking back, it's just even more and more definite to me that it's the credit goes to them too. I wish their names could be right there with mine because I wouldn't have been the player I was without them. I mean, yeah, I put in a lot of hard work and things like that. I did what I needed to do, but a lot of it goes to my teammates and my coaches and just having great people around me, just very supportive. My family was always supportive, having a big brother, having a little sister that, you know, were playing with me out in the driveway and <laughs> pushing me and things like that to get better and supportive parents. And so it's a credit to everyone that was around me, even my Wagner community. I mean, just the love and the support that I got from them. And then at USD too, it just kind of, I just feel very fortunate and blessed to always have wonderful people around me. Sure. You played volleyball too at Wagner. I mean, okay. You <laughs> yep. played, you played okay. Yep. You got, you know, yep. you did okay with volleyball, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. Yeah. But you also uh, a two time high jump <laughs> champ. Did you have a high jump pit on the farm back there to get ready? Right? Here's a, no, a six one I... post player and a high jumper. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know where that came from because <laughs> I think, and it's crazy. The story behind that is one day I just messed around in practice or after practice, I did my running for the day and oh, I was like, saw some people over at the high jump pit and I'm like, well, I'm just going to go over there. You know, everyone, all the kids, we all like to go, you know, they always like to go mess around on the pits, you know, as you <laughs> jump and stuff. And so I just started jumping and I guess my track coach must have saw me and he's like, Hey, you want to do high jump? And I'm like, well, I don't care. I don't know really what to do or whatever. And yeah, I guess he, he started having me high jump, and I just, yeah, I, I don't know. That one just kind of fell in, into my into play, in place, it, it I guess. It shows the, the, athlete, <laughs> the athlete that you were uh, back then. Yeah, time. I guess. All yeah, right, hidden so, talent that I didn't know about, I guess. So but. here comes here comes college. College is calling, mm -hmm. and you go to yep. South Dakota State. You went there one yep. year before mm -hmm. you went to uh, USD. So what was the reasoning yep. why you left SDSU? Uh, it just wasn't the fit for me. Um, I mean, it's a great place, great school. I mean, I don't regret my year there. It was a pretty um, good team. I, pretty good team. Yeah, right? yeah, we had a great year, and thing, and I had great teammates there too. And um, but it just, like I said, it just wasn't a great fit for me. And I was starting off at in secondary education, but then I wanted to go into elementary ed. And at the time, they really didn't have a pro, like the program for elementary ed, and so, yeah, it, but like I said, there's nothing, nothing, no hard feelings for this issue, and it just wasn't a great fit for me, and I don't regret the year one bit because it just, you know, everything happens for a reason, and um, I think it just helped me to find what I, where I needed to be, and uh, that was just, I just felt it was at USD. And, of course, Chad Lavin was the head coach. They also had former mm -hmm. Wakanda great Becky Flynn 
as an assistant. What was it like for you with Lavin and Flynn there at USD? Well, it was, it was awesome. I I mean, they were great and and obviously playing for Becky, she was actually my, one of my idols growing up in high school, her and her dad came and put on a camp for us one summer um, at Wagner, Mr. Goder invited them um, to come. And so I got to meet her while she was still playing at Creighton. I can't remember if it was maybe her, I think it might've been the summer before her senior year at Creighton. And I mean, I had her sign my, we had a 250 hour club. That was another thing that we did. We, Mr. Uh, Coach Goder um, had us do a 250 hour club every summer. And if we got 250 hours, we got like a t-shirt or something. And so we recorded hours on these calendars. You made us these calendars. I had like quotes and stuff. Uh-huh. And so I had her sign mine and all this stuff. So yeah. So like, she was like my idol. So to go play for your idol is like, Oh my gosh, this is really awesome. And Coach Lavin, you can ask for a more caring and I mean, he was like a dad to us and still is like, if you, he's, he's always telling us if you ever need anything, give me a call. And, so it was just really cool. It was like another family down there, and um, I had awesome teammates there too. I yep. mean, um, a lot of my great friends from high school, or you know, girls that I knew from high school, played there, like Heather Nelson and uh, Stacy Schooley, Don Sudbeck, and you know, so to be able to play with them, and then was obviously Megan, get the rest Wooster, of the Megan Wooster of O'Gorman, she was down there too. Yep, I believe. she came. Yep, yep, she came, and then I had Vanessa. Um, Yanez? No, Yanez. No. So yep. not, now Iverson, she yeah. played, you know, and she was from Wagner. So I that remember was really that. cool. Yeah. Yep. But what was it like that first time as a USD coyote you uh, played mm-hmm. at SDSU? That was, yeah, that was hard. Um, <laughs> that was definitely, definitely a lot of emotions in the building by everyone. <laughs> and so um, that was tough. That was really tough. And they let me hear about it, and um, but I played through it the best I could. And um, I'm trying to remember, yeah. did you you never beat SDSU? Did you when you were, when you were at? Uh, we did. US? We Once? we beat them at the dome. We beat okay. them at the dome twice. My sophomore year and junior year, we beat them at the Boy, dome. There was great teams. Those actually, were my two great sophomore teams. year, my sophomore year when we played at state, we came out on fire and we were up by like twenty. But then they came back and they ended up beating us. But we were we came out guns a blazing and just I mean I mean every shot was going in. We were just on fire and then we then uh, we must have got cold and yeah I think I might have even fouled out up there. But it was definitely a, it was definitely a tough environment. Um, but then obviously you know it's it's you know and then you go down. I remember playing as a jackrabbit down at USD and it was a tough environment down there too so it's just crazy how that rivalry is just you know and I don't know if it's I mean it's still a rivalry today but oh, yeah. I don't know if it's as intense as it used to be back in the day like I even heard stories before I played how they would throw out coyote heads and stuff like that I mean yes. we had the jackrabbits thrown out yep. but yep I never, you know I mean so I those I, are the good I mean, old days have a, <laughs> yeah yep and to have a rivalry like that to have the history like that that's pretty cool and to be able to be a part of it yeah they kind of don't um, uh, allow uh dead animals to be thrown on the floor anymore so yeah uh, they, no they and I'm surprised <laughs> yeah and I'm surprised like I remember my senior year at USD they lo- actually locked down the dome and we had to, we had a shoot around, we had to get out and they're like, well, we have to lock everything down. And then like when we came back for the game, 
they had to check our bags and like, but they locked down the dome to check like the freezers and everything, like the locker rooms to uh-huh. look for dead animals. And but but by golly, they still someone still got one in there. I don't <laughs> I don't know how. While so, you were at USD, league MVP three times. You won the Division Two Player of the Year in two thousand four. You averaged a double double while at USD. Which teams or players that you played against always made it a little tougher for you to get that double double? Like opponents, you mean? Yes. Oh, UND was hard. They, I don't know if their philosophy was to just pound me and just beat me up, but I mean, they they had a post player that, and it was her. She always guarded me. I think it was her job to just go out and physically just try and beat me up because I had so many bruises and I just that they were so physical and um actually when I was coaching I actually then did ask I became pretty good friends with their assistant coaches and they were and I I thought I'll ask them I said was your goal to just have your girls just like beat me up and like just you know and and they Uh said yep they were they were going to be physical with you they were told to be physical with you and so I UND was definitely probably the hardest team and then obviously state, they're a very physical team. And, um, but, but I mean, the NCC, I mean, going back to the old days, the NCC, that to be able to play in that conference and to be, I mean, that conference was one of the best in the nation. And so, um, every game you had to be ready every night, you had to be ready. You never knew it was going to be, was going to be thrown at you. And so, but by far UND was definitely the toughest. I think I had some of my lower scoring games, um, those games, but, like I said, I had great teammates that, that, you know, brought the best out in me and great coaches that brought the best out in me too. But I think that competition of the North Central Conference really, you know, brought the best out in us players too. I mean, you had to be very competitive and you had to work hard to put your time in because like I said, every night you never know what could have happened. It was, it was a very competitive league. You played all of your home basketball games at USD in the Dakota Dome. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you like playing in the dome? Yeah, it was a very unique. I remember when I first went to USD and we'd have our open gyms or like, you know, our us girls would get together and play. And it took a while to adjust to like shooting in the facility because it's so big and just so open. But yeah, no, we took pride in it. We were pretty proud to, um, we always said defend the dome and, you know, it's our house. And uh, yeah, it was definitely a unique facility to play in and um i thought you know it probably had a little home court advantage there just because of like the you know the openness behind the hoops you had to adjust to that but um they made it great you know and having such a big place when we played sdsu and when you came out of the locker room and you turn around and you see all of that permanent seating just full i mean i'll never forget that i think that was both my junior and senior year just the record attendance we had and then I went as a fan when USD was playing in the NIT the WNIT and they hosted like those last four games and they won it that year I actually went to those last four or five I got hooked I'm like yeah I gotta go I gotta keep going it and was packed. it was packed no doubt yeah and it was packed and then I think the last game I don't think I think there was only standing room available. And so to see that, that was pretty cool to see that many people in one place. And like I said, most of them were USD. And so that was awesome. 2004, you graduate, you're done playing basketball. Um, Mm -hmm. All those years of playing ball and, 
Yeah, you graduate and you get a teaching job in Watertown. What 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 mm-hmm. was what was that like? Get you know, no more basketball for you and getting into the I suppose the real world of working. Yeah. Yeah, I still can feel like I still have the feeling of that last game um, when we lost in the regional uh, tournament uh, to NDSU. We lost, but, you know, and just that feeling that it's, yeah, the end, it's over. Um, that was hard, but, uh, yeah, I got my degree, and I, I wanted to use it. I was excited to to go and put it to use and to get out in the classroom and to just be a positive role model for kids and to hopefully give back what was all given to me. I, sure. I had such great teachers growing up um in Wagner I had great teachers that you know I looked up to and obviously they had an impact because I wanted to go into teaching and so I wanted to do the same and Watertown uh that was like my second home uh it was great people there uh just I loved it it was it was awesome I couldn't have asked for a better place to start my teaching and coaching career sure. and <laughs> but you're there just a couple of years and you go back to vermilion to get your master's and apparently some great timing because then usd mm-hmm. has hired a new women's basketball coach ryan williams and he hires you mm-hmm. so now it's yep. coaching you're looking at coaching <laughs> uh, did you ever think you would be getting into coaching yeah i was at watertown for four years and i just kind of got i always in the back of my head like i just remember as a player thinking wow i Coach Flynn, she has a great job, you know, and I think that'd be kind of fun. And um, and so I kind of was like, maybe I need to just try it so I can, you know, get rid of this itch or whatever. And so I actually talked to Coach Flavin, um, and then he kind of told me that Coach Williams was probably, he was, he, he knew, I mean, obviously him and Coach Williams were good friends. And so he thought he would kind of put a bug in his ear. And so then Coach Williams um, got a hold of me. And so then, uh, they did have a G8 um, opening, and uh, so I actually could go down and be the grad assistant because I needed to get my master's anyway. And so I thought, hey, this is a great opportunity to get, you know, great to do my timing. master's. And then I, great yeah, timing. and then I could just kind of get my feet wet and see if I if this is something I want to do. And and yeah, and it was great. And during that time, then we were going through the transition of going to D1, <laughs> and so I got to experience that too. Yes, flying all and, over the place. Uh, yes. <laughs> yep, flying all over, and then trying to still have motivation to play for something, you know, because you couldn't really play for the big tournament. But then they created all these other tournaments that you could play in at the end of the year, if you, you know. So yeah, but yeah, going from just recruiting usually just in a car or taking a road trip in a car but then now you're like flying all over to recruit or to go to games and but yeah it was a great experience going back and like I said I just had pride in it and it was easy for me to recruit because it was my alma mater and yeah um, but but a couple of years mm-hmm. later coach Williams uh, gets the job at Colorado State and yeah he wants you to go with to be on the yeah. uh, on the uh, staff, how tough a decision was it for you to make that decision to move to uh, Colorado? That was very tough. Um, every place, you know, I've yeah, so life's taken me many places, and I feel like <laughs> at each of those places, that's where I'm supposed to be at that moment. Like God put me in that spot for that moment, and every place was hard to leave. And like Watertown, it was very hard to leave there because I grew grew very close to these girls that um, I coached from when they were eighth graders all the way through when I was there and they were seniors that year that I left. So that was very hard. 
then going to USC and leaving that pro, leaving my alma mater and um, leaving the girls there too that I recruit was recruiting like the recruits coming in and that was very hard and but they were also so understanding and they were happy for me and so that made it easier but yeah it was very tough because I don't know I'm a South Dakota girl I just <laughs> I'm true I'm just all South Dakota and so but I'm like you know what this is a great opportunity and um so you were there two years and, though you did it for two years but you actually wanted... I was there for four years oh, I was there okay. for four was two for a grad system oh, okay. and two full-time and so but then I was after there that, four and so yeah yep then you wanted to come back to South Dakota after that time right Yep. So then, oh, I was out at Colorado for two years. Yep. So I went out to Colorado and did it for two years and I loved it out there too, but it was just the lifestyle of a division one coach. It was just a lot of travel and I felt like I was kind of living in a suitcase a lot and I missed home. And like I said, I was a South Dakota girl at heart. And, uh, um, so I got the opportunity when the opportunity came that I could go back to Wagner and, uh, teach and, be there. I was like, you know what? I think it, it's probably good. I want to give back to where things all started, mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, and I loved it. <laughs> so you're uh, an assistant coach for Wagner last year for the mm-hmm. girls' basketball team under mm-hmm. your your brother, but now yep. you're living in Moorhead, Minnesota. What has changed in Mandy Copel's life? <laughs> well, I am enjoy being just a fan of the game. Um, I feel like I was a player and a coach for a lot of years and I had enough time in the spotlight and I am just enjoying being a fan of the game, but I uh, actually got engaged. And um, so I'm helping my fiance with his business and, um, and planning a wedding for this coming summer. So um, sounds yeah, like another I, alumni basketball game. <laughs> for the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause he was big into basketball too. And so, but nope, it's been great. Um, it's just a nice change of pace, and uh, hmm. but I still can be around basketball. We I watch lots of basketball. I obviously still I love that they have a lot of the games online now, so I can if I don't make it to the game, I can still watch my nieces play. You know, online I watch the games when they have the live stream, and um, and we and we have flexibility where I can get back. Um, I'm actually going to be heading back to South Dakota this weekend and staying for a week. I still have my place in Wagner, and so we head back to Wagner a lot, and I'll get to catch three games um, while we're home and get to catch up with the family and stuff. So it's been great. Um, I do I miss the kids. I miss, you know, I miss certain things, but I really, truly enjoy this change of pace of life, and I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be and where God wants me right now. And, um, yeah, I'm just enjoying being a fan, catching lots of games and watching – Watching from the stands. <laughs> You're in the uh, South Dakota Basketball Hall of Fame. You're in the USD Athletic Hall of Fame. And you're in the mm-hmm. South Dakota Sports Hall of Fame. What do those Hall of Fames mean to you, Mandy? Wow. Um, it's an honor. Um, just something that I think still really uh, kind of gets me emotional because it just, like, you know, now when you have time to actually, when you're out of the heat of the moment and the craziness like now even just this last year now not being a coach or you know being so close to the game you really have time now to reflect on things and and having that alumni game and seeing my former my old teammates and just laughing and sharing the memories and just looking back on what we did and 
it just gives you time to reflect on things and it just sometimes I just I still get goosebumps and like just you know that feeling of like wow you know and I just am so I was so blessed and just so and I'm so thankful and so to have to be in the hall of fame it really means a lot and like I said I wish that it wouldn't just be my name though I wish it would be all my teammates and my coaches and my family it just just makes me so appreciative of all of them and just the support that I got from my community, from USD, from everywhere I've been, and just the state of South Dakota. I am so proud to be from South Dakota and so proud of South Dakota basketball and everything. It's just done so much for me, all the people I've met through basketball and just all the experiences. I'm just very thankful. And I think having this time now to really reflect on that, to see like, wow, you were very fortunate, Mandy, to <laughs> have the experiences that you had. And I'm thankful to have had the opportunity to hopefully give back and to share that with these girls that I coached or, you know, worked with. And, you know, hopefully someday I'll, you know, we've hoped to get back to South Dakota. And so who knows, maybe someday I'll be back in a position where I can do that again. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I've given time as a coach and, you know, and, things like that to hopefully have touched a few lives and made a difference. I mean, that was my goal as a teacher and as a coach. So (laughs) if the head girls basketball job in (laughs) Wagner becomes available. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I guess if my brother ever wants to step down, but (laughs) there's a possibility. Like I said, I love going back to, you know, where I've been and where it all started. You know, that would be pretty cool um, to go back to, and it was to be to be in Wagner for eight years, the eight years that I was there, and to give back to where it all started. Um, definitely took a lot of pride in that. If a head basketball coaching job in college becomes available, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, just depends on where I'm at in life and if I'm ready for that lifestyle. Um, you know. <laughs> I kudos to all those coaches out there and you know I want to be a mom and stuff and like those those coaches that can be a mom and juggle all that stuff and do all the travel and or do, be a dad and juggle yeah. all the family life you know it's, yeah. it's tough it's it takes a special person to be able to do that and special families to do that and to have the right people around you and um but I don't know I guess time will tell um right now like I said I'm kind of enjoying you know, the little break from that spotlight and just enjoying kicking back, maybe eating popcorn and watching the game versus being the one that has to make all the calls. <laughs> got, got a couple more for you there, Mandy. So um, back on the uh, Copal Farm near uh, Dante, mm-hmm. South Dakota, is mm-hmm. the uh, basketball hoop still up? You know, there is a hoop in the machine shed yet, but it's not the actual one we played on. I think, oh gosh, I just was talking to my dad about this. I think they they gave it to someone else, like to another family, because it was there for a while, but then it was just kind of sitting there. But I, there is a hoop in the machine shed, because now my brother and his family, they built a house out on the farm, but they have a nice court that they have too, but they did at one time have the hoop down there so that in the winter months, they could uh, the kids can go down there. And so there is a hoop in the machine shed, but it's not the original one that, oh, the no. one that we had you got to hear this. The one that we had, it was made with a huge truck tire on the bottom. And then, and a guy made it, it was handmade. He welded a huge pole, the pole to hold it. And then the hoop would, you could adjust it. It would slide up and down, but it was very heavy. But 
So it was on this huge tire. So we could actually move it around the equipment, you know, in the machine shed. We just lower the hoop and we'd roll it on this tire so that we could move it around the combine and the truck and all that stuff. And in the winter, we'd play too and we'd turn on the big, they have those big gas heaters, you know, like the heaters, the electric gas heater. We'd plug that in and it'd be heated in there. And so, yeah, so the original one, darn it, we don't have that one, but um, good memories of it. <laughs> Last one. Uh, basketball's okay. been very good to you. What memory stands yeah. out the most to you from practicing that shot on the family farm to coaching mm-hmm. at the college level? What uh, memory stands out the most for you, Mandy? Oh, gosh, that's a tough one. Um, but, yes, basketball has been very good to me, and I, I'm so thankful for it. But um, I think um, – I don't know if I have just one, but I'm sure there's lots from different time frames. But obviously – from when I was a kid, the memories of my brother and I and my sister and dad and uncles and all the cousins, obviously those are special to me. Um, Mike and Michelle being out there with me and then my dad and my uncle and stuff in the machine shed. High school, obviously winning the back-to-back titles and going through that experience, going from winning one game to, like you said, losing only one game. Um, that all together collectively accomplishing that and sharing that with my teammates and my community and things like that. That's probably, that's, that'll always hold a special place in my heart. And then at USD, um, same thing. We kind of built the program there too. Um, but probably my junior year winning that comp or having a tie and winning the conference championship and um, just the accomplishments we made there. Um, and then post playing, um, just all the friendships I have made and like all of the, like, there'll be times where I get texts from my former players and, you know, just those relationships you make with the kids and even in the classroom, my students, like that means so much, like, because that was my goal was to, I was given so much that I wanted to give what I was given. I wanted to share what I was given and I wanted to do the same. I wanted to pay it forward and pay it back. And so when you have those special moments, when like, I'll go back to Wagner and I'll see my students from last year and they'll just come run up and hug or like actually the, the girls on the team, I went back over Christmas break and I made it back for the game. And I had to, I, I mean, the timing was perfect. I walked right in the gym and they were just coming over to get ready to warm up and they saw me and they all just, came and hugged me I mean that just brought tears to my eyes you know it's just I don't know it just it just touches my heart and it's things like that just the relationships that you make with people if you like what you're hearing please give us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts programs such as this are only possible through the continued support of our listeners like you for South Dakota Public Broadcasting I'm Craig Maddox Join us again on the next episode of In Play.